Hi everyone, this is the Advanced Care Planning in Canada podcast part two. Part one will be available on the website. We wanted to talk to you today about the history of advanced care planning in Canada. Today we have myself, Sharon Baxter, the Executive Director of the Canadian Hospice Palliative Care Association, and Louise Hanvey here with us. Louise Hanvey was the inaugural manager of the ACP in Canada initiative and has a huge understanding of the history. So we're going to talk to you today about that history. I'm going to start by talking to you a little bit about early 2010. The task group that had been struck had asked us to initiate the start of what they called engagement in education. What that meant was we had decided to announce a National Advanced Care Planning Day in Canada. Originally, we had picked April 15th and we proceeded with the first campaign, which Louise will talk more about. Having said that, we at the same time spoke with the uh, NHCDD campaign in the United States, who was running a campaign around the same time. They had picked the date of April 16th as their national date and uh, to align with what they called death and taxes in the United States. Of course, in Canada, we don't have the same date of our taxes being due on the 16th or 15th of April. So anyways, we decided to align the two campaigns, thus becoming National Advanced Care Planning Day in Canada on April 16th every year since. Louise, did you want to talk to us a little bit about how we started the Speak Up campaign? Sure, thanks Sharon. We wanted to brand the campaign carefully so that it would resonate with Canadians. And so to do that, we hired a marketing advertising firm who consulted with professionals, community groups, institutions to talk about how we might raise the subject of planning for end-of-life care. They did focus groups, they did surveys, they talked to key people, and the result was that we ended up with Speak Up, Start the Conversation about end-of-life care. And that's been our, um, our logo, our tagline, our campaign ever since. And so as we launched and got ready for the first National Advanced Care Planning Day, one of the things we did was launch a national website. And the website has really become the central focus of the campaign. And there people can connect with each other. They can connect to our tools and resources, which I'll talk a little bit about later. They can learn about what's going on in Canada around advanced care planning. They can learn about what the Speak Up campaign is doing. And the website is hosted by the Canadian Hospice Palliative Care Association with its own URL. And all of the resources affiliated with the campaign are on the website free of charge, easily downloadable. So it really enables people to engage effectively. Sharon, did you want to talk a bit about the first National Advanced Care Planning Day? Sure. So that was actually April 16th, 2011. So we decided each year for the Speak Act campaign to develop a campaign kit to enable community organizations, professional groups, and institutions to facilitate how they engage with constituents in their own communities. The campaign tools are available in template format on the website so that they can add their own branding. However, of course, the Speak Up campaign and the CHPCA branding is included. These include uh, templates we create, a national news release and a template news press release that they can do in their own communities. We have template articles, infographics, posters, videos, PSAs, and concrete examples of activities that others have done at a National Advanced Care Planning Day. We also highlight other groups and when they tell us about what they're doing, we put those on the websites too. 
We provide tools and supports and the idea is to have things free and easily accessible for each of the communities. Remembering in those early days, there were just a few communities engaged and has grown hugely over the years. The reason for a National ACP Day is to provide a national interest where people can rally around the importance of advanced care planning um, and in a way to keep it on everybody's radar. So Advanced Care Planning in Canada strives to raise Canadians' awareness about the importance of advanced care planning and try to normalize the advanced care planning um, conversations across the lifespan. In those early days, it, it tended to be just the older generation and more and more in the, the more recent years, it's becoming more of a conversation that multi-generational families are having. In addition, ACP in Canada works to assist professionals either that work in healthcare in the legal field, um, financial field, and funeral planning field to take these tools and facilitate talking to their patients and their clients, whatever they're dealing with. The activities in ACP in Canada are directed to engage a number of target audiences, including the general public, which is vast audience that's difficult to get to, community organizations, patients in acute care, and those with chronic illness or those that have had a life-limiting diagnosis. So we have the healthcare field, the legal field, financial field, and funeral planning field, and policymakers and ACP professionals. So as you can see, the, the reach of the campaign needs to be huge. And over the years, it has grown to satisfy many of these communities. I think that I'll leave it at that, and I'll let um, Louise talk to you about the suite of tools that have been developed through the campaign. The flagship tool for the Speak Up campaign is our workbook. It's an advanced care planning workbook. So this workbook enables people to go through the steps of advanced care planning, to reflect and think about what's important to them, to learn important information about their particular health situation, to decide who will be their substitute decision maker, and most importantly, to talk to that person and to other people in their circle, friends, family, um, healthcare professionals, legal professionals, and finally to write their wishes down if they so choose. So the, the workbook really is a very hands-on way for people to do advanced care planning. It's available in a number of formats. People can download a PDF version and write in it. They can write into CHPCA and get a hard copy mailed to them. Or we have interactive versions on the website. People can go on, complete the workbook, save it to, to their own computer so they have their own copy to share with their substitute decision maker. We've worked in partnership with many provinces and territories to develop provincial specific workbooks. Remember that the laws surrounding advanced care planning are specific to provinces and territories and so sometimes the language is a bit different or the legal documents are certainly different. So we have provincial specific workbooks that people can access as well. That's our main tool for the general public. We also have tools for healthcare professionals. So for example, we have the whole Just Ask campaign that helps physicians, nurses, other healthcare professionals start the conversation with patients about their values, wishes, and beliefs. We have a recently released legal toolkit, which helps people, both the general public and professionals, understand the legal situation in every province and directs them to the appropriate resources. As Sharon said, we have resources that are made specifically each Advanced Care Planning Day in order for people to celebrate the day and to engage their own communities. All of the tools are freely downloadable in English and French. 
some of them in other languages as well from the website. And finally, we've done a series of videos. Some of them are live people, some of them are graphic videos. They're all in our YouTube library as well as our website. And one of the most important ways that we work is in partnerships with other organizations. And I'll ask Sharon to talk a bit about that. So there's been many, many organizations that the ACP in Canada initiative and the Speak Up campaign has engaged in, many of them community organizations. And the practice of getting the information out is, is fundamentally necessary for these partnerships to happen. One of the, the uh, interesting pieces was the development of a community of practice for advanced care planning that was developed many years ago. It has over 200 members and it was um, chaired by um, Carrie Hoffman from BC. Um, and it is a way for professionals working in healthcare and advanced care planning to talk to each other and strategize about how they um, get the campaigns out and how they deal with their constituents. It's been very successful and it's still ongoing. We have, as Louise mentioned, um, relationships with some of the provincial hospice palliative care associations across the country, and we've actually had in-depth projects with the ones in Atlanta, Canada, and Manitoba to help them facilitate their own patient toolkits. We have relationship with other healthcare organizations. Some of them sit on the national task force, including the Canadian Cancer Society and some other groups, including the Canadian um, uh, Society for Palliative Care Physicians and others. Um, the Canadian Bar Association and Rec Resented and played a key role in helping us develop our legal toolkits. Some other healthcare organizations that have been involved, the BC Cancer Agency helped us develop one of our first toolkits for cancer care way back in the early days. And the Canadian College for Family Physicians, we've had a, a project with them. We've had a lot of work with the Canadian Medical Association, Canadian Nurses Association along the way. During this time, ACPI, the Advanced Care Planning International Group, was developing, and we've liaised with them um, as we've moved along. And I guess the last group to mention, and likely have forgotten some others, is the ICANN Group, which is under CareNet, which was our research partner. I'm going to turn it back over to Louise to talk a little bit more about some of our, the research that we did through the ACP in Canada initiative. Thanks, Sharon. CareNet is our main partner with Advanced Care Planning in Canada. And we have partnered with CareNet on a number of research initiatives. One of the first, the first really, is the ACCEPT study. And that was sort of the cornerstone study that showed us that the majority of people that were in hospital in Canada who were seriously ill could and did express their preferences for end-of-life care. But we found that often clinicians did not ask them about their values, wishes, and beliefs and their preferences for care, and that there were frequent discrepancies between the patient's preferences as they expressed them and the orders on the medical record. In fact, there were discrepancies in 70% of the cases. So this cornerstone research really told us how important that the work that we're doing is um, and how important it was to continue. As well, this sort of groundbreaking study gave rise to a number of different studies in different settings looking at advanced care planning. So we partnered in the IGAP study, which looked at advanced care planning and primary care, in fact, showed that our Speak Up tools were quite effective in helping people um, initiate the process of advanced care planning. And now there's a large integrated multi-site research project that we're partnering in that looks at acute care, long-term care, and primary care. It's called ICANN. 
in order to see effective ways of engaging people in advanced care planning. Advanced care planning in Canada acts as a partner in the research and as a knowledge broker. So when results unfold, given the constituency that we have, we're able to get the results out to people that need them. Okay, closing up this part two of the history of ACP in Canada, I wanted to talk a little bit about how ACP has spread and you've heard how we've engaged over the years. There, there's there been some new initiatives that we've created, but interestingly, the polling that we've done in the in last last year, in 2019, has not shown that much growth in, in the Canadians speaking to their healthcare providers. However, there is growth in the numbers of Canadians speaking to their loved ones, which is great, but we still have a long way to go. So ACP is spread across Canada through engagement and interest, and the interest continues to grow, but we have a long way to go. There's been some interesting initiatives like the Seniors Talking to Other Seniors initiative that we'll speak to in a future podcast. But if you're interested in learning more about advanced care planning in Canada, please visit our website at www.advancedcareplanning.ca. And we look forward to hearing from you at the Canadian Hospice Power Care Association around ACP in Canada. Thank you for listening today.